Was I mean? Who has ever bought a fake phone? Raise a hand. Hi guys, my name is Nick. Welcome to Infobit. And today we are going to discuss about fake phones. On set, I have the usual suspects. Kaluka Anjala. I'm Dixon Otieno. Kenza Emanuel. Who has ever bought a fake phone? Raise a hand. You? Yeah, I've bought a fake phone before. Okay. I don't know what constitutes a fake phone, but I've bought a phone which is not what I intended. Mm-hmm. It was a different version of what I wanted. And it was not like the one that comes from the manufacturer that I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was branded the company you wanted, but uh, when you launched it, it was a different phone. Yes, yes. Um, I knew what to expect. It was not what I found. So it still had the branding and had a semblance of what I I hoped to get, but it was not that. So yeah. Which one? It's a 3310 Nokia, the new, oh, the, the new, new uh, what, the 2017 model of the Nokia 3310. <laughs> yeah. Kaluka, anything for me? I bought, I can say, counterfeit. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think. It wasn't branded. Because it was a Nokia phone and I bought it when I was in college. Oh, on the box it wasn't branded Nokia, but on the phone itself it was branded Nokia. So when I was checking it out, I looked at the phone, it was written Nokia something, so I said they want to buy this. But when I bought now, when they gave me the retail packaging and everything, it wasn't written Nokia on the box, but the phone itself had the Nokia branding. So I don't even... Was it running Nokia OS? <laughs> no, it was <laughs> not. <laughs> so it was counter, it was fake. Yeah. You know the fake uh, phone market is very big, especially in Kenya. Actually, fake phones worth 10 million shillings were seized at government. Somewhere around Luthuli. Well, how did the government know this, these phones are fake? I think, because for most of them, they'll have to work with the either the manufacturers mm-hmm. or... I don't know if it's KRA or something, but they have to work with the manufacturers so the manufacturers know who's importing some of their devices. Sometimes they can use the IMEI number to check if it's a fake one or not, but most of the time they'll have to work with the either Samsung or Nokia because even when they recently went to Luduli, they worked with, I think, Samsung and Nokia to sort of get some of these fake because the manufacturers themselves know these phones are in the country. Yeah. But the only problem is how can you get them off the market without involving the government? So most of that were intercepted were Samsung phones. Yes, yeah. Samsung. Phones. Um I think the these that trade in CBDOs between uh, was done by the anti counterfeit agency or something. Yeah. yeah. In that case it's um it might be a problem because at times what they tend to say are fake or counterfeit phones is actually just fine phones mm-hmm. uh, which if you walked into a shop and bought and you got one of those they'd actually be similar in everything they're actually from the same company or from the same factory floor the difference is how they got into the country yeah so in the process they end up undermining those ones that got through legal channels and which have been paid for tax so these ones you find they're cheaper there was some um, uh, tax evasion at some point yeah. And they're undercutting these other devices in the market and someone is making a loss somewhere uh that's one and two they're actually those which are real counterfeits mm-hmm. like 
someone tells you this are Galaxy S10 and they're selling it for 25k and <laughs> what you are really getting is nowhere close to a Galaxy S10 besides <laughs> besides besides the branding so there are, there, there are two things so like most of those raids there is what are really counterfeits by every sense of the word like people are infringing on the intellectual property of Samsung or whatever manufacturer is there and then there are also those others that um were just smuggled into the country somehow and you know it's not in like Samsung uh, East Africa's best interest yeah. to have them so they also end up being rounded but but how I mean, you spoke about them being smuggled in the country but of course they have to pass through somewhere i mean how do even how do they even get to the shelves at Luthuli or any other retailer out there I think importing anything fake in the country is very it's, easy. As long as you have money to... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not complicated. <laughs> the time I was, I was talking to a, a lady who was importing some stuff from China, so she told me the biggest problem that most of these people may have is if the Chinese government stops the exporting of these products from leaving China. But once they leave China, getting them into Kenya is very easy. Because even some of these big importers... They do have a lot of cargo that they're importing at a particular time. So KRA can't go through all of them. So they'll, they'll just have the documents yeah. and say that we have this, this, this and this. And KRA will just say, okay, because maybe they've been working with them for a very long time. So you get them in, into the country. And as Chenzi have said, you may have maybe 50 genuine phones and maybe 30 or 50 other that are mm-hmm. counterfeit. So you use that loophole to say I have a hundred genuine phones and if they look at the some of the phones that you have they'll see that these are genuine and just pass through the rest do you know of all the counterfeit products in the country actually 51.8 percent are mobile phone 51.8 percent according to the anti-counterfeit you know agency like like out of the all the fake products in the country yeah. 51.8 are mobile phones. Are those that are reported? percent Are those that are reported, or well, how that's, do they? That's that according to data from 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 the agency. The way Chenzo was saying, uh, there's uh, Chenzo said there's two types of counterfeits. Ones that are imported illegally, they're real phones, they're working, they're from the companies, but they're imported illegally. And then ones that try to undercut these companies by creating uh, knockoffs of these phones. Mm-hmm. But I will also add that there are others that are not using the branding of other companies. They're just using a certain sort of branding and selling certain sort of specs that when you open your phone, you find it, they are not those specs. <laughs> so uh, the percentage could be that high. But people still buy those phones. Yeah, I've seen a couple of people with hot of phones. 6GB <laughs> RAM, uh, 128GB storage, 11,000 Kenya shillings. Mm-hmm. Then you open it and you can't install even five apps. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be more interested in knowing how they arrive at that. It's 15.8. Yeah. Yeah, at at how they arrive at that figure, because that's a huge figure. Considering there are so many products that come in, mm. vehicles, spare parts, uh, textile products, mm. and then like phones should be like ukochini. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at all the kind of goods that we get uh, to have such a high percentage for phones, that's like very alarming. It will make sense if it was in a category of, say, electronics. Because mm. you also have, you've seen those fake LG TVs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah but when it's just phones uh, against the world, that's a very high figure. And I lay it's a very big problem. Mm. Yeah. Like you, when you go to town, what you can outrightly call fake phones, there are so many. Because you'd see a Samsung that is not really a Samsung. Yeah. You'd see an Infinix that is 
not really an infinix uh, at least i haven't seen this since the nokia as we know it came back i haven't seen fakes yes but before like 2009 2010 all the way to 2012 there used to be so many fake nokias mm-hmm. so many like you'd go and buy a nokia 95 for 8k <laughs> and uh, the interface there there's nothing symbian about it it's something with chinese writings and all those things and it has a flashlight and it has tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> those guys approach you and be, okay we have the, the original phone and a fake one they tell you or even a tv any other electronic they tell you okay kuna fake na kuna are you willing to pay to put this amount for the original nini ama this for less for a fake one I think some of them do they tell you that you some tell you really but most you know, TVs, yeah they tell you yeah this, this if you can be told in a pharmacy this is original <laughs> this is generic <laughs> why can't you be told about TVs and phones but Kenyans you know Kenyans love cheap stuff and I, I personally think uh, having a knockoff is a good thing I've watched was it the Vage or some video on YouTube by some media company about uh, Adidas embracing knockoffs mm. because they show you that uh, when you when a device you made is getting knockoffs it means you did a good job mm-hmm. yeah so and I think it's a good thing to have uh, an influx of knockoffs in the country mm-hmm. because it makes these other companies try and compete with these knockoffs mm-hmm. yeah I disagree with that <laughs> I, on the case of Adidas and maybe when you're looking at shoes mm-hmm. to some extent I'll agree with them but when you're looking at smartphones i totally disagree with that because with something like adidas they manufacture most of their products in china mm-hmm. so they are able to replicate the original to to maybe let's say to around 70% of the of the original mm-hmm. but when you're looking at smartphones i, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially if you're looking at high end smartphones if for example if you are trying to replicate the huawei p30 pro <laughs> Uh, the material the everything I'm I'm not sure you it's a good I'm not saying uh, you replicate it to the fullest because you know there's no you can replicate a Huawei P30 Pro to its fullest uh, you can get the design you can get the body and the looks and there's a, there's someone who will just carry it because it's next to the P30 yeah, it looks good uh, whether it takes 2 megapixel photos or not mm-hmm. can remember those uh brand i think it's called elephone or something they had some of their phones on their marketing when you're looking at the phone it had very thin bezels and everything that you want but when you get the phone in real life <laughs> it's completely the opposite of what you're looking for. so they were copying samsung and when you're looking at the marketing they look exactly like samsung phones but when you get the phone and start using it it's completely different <laughs> who has ever gone to a shop and then you you say you want this product say I want uh, Samsung S10 you get showed two S10s so boss hapa kuna S10 e 925k i think that has happened to me and now what is it happens there are those like aluka say there are those who will tell you this is fake yeah this is real but there are also those who will actually just tell you the prices and from the prices like the pricing is the biggest factor to tell whether what you're buying is not uh, exactly what you thought it is because the price will tell you there are times we get good discounts mm-hmm. that always happens yeah. uh, but there are also times when <laughs> the deal, the deal is just too <laughs> the deal is too good like where on earth do you get a estate for 12k <laughs> or 25k or whatever amount that is just ridiculously low because that is what happens 
and that's the number one red flag to know like what you're buying may not be problem now where where it comes to this counterfeit is actually when what you're buying is priced the same mm-hmm. as the real product like in my case with the uh, Nokia 3310 mm-hmm. 2017 version I bought it at the same price that HMD was selling. 5, yeah, yeah. So there, and then also on the on the website, since I bought it on one of these e-commerce platforms, on the website, those have the real photos yeah. of the real 3310. So the real photos and the real pricing. Mm-hmm. The onus is on you to find out it's fake when yeah. it arrives. Because most of these vendors, especially on this, like we've had cases of people complaining about buying fake products on Jumia or any other. So they place the, the you see actually yeah this is a good product it's genuine one but okay let's say it's something completely different yeah and I think a good start will be to make everyone just like I know one of these e-commerce platforms tells uh, merchants to take photos yeah. for, uh, photos of products on a on a white background or to take photos and edit them and make sure the background is white before listing mm-hmm. I think a good place to start will be to make sure the real products are what photos are taken of not going to the manufacturer's website picking yeah, picking stock photos and copy pasting the description and putting it there because that's what happens and that's how we end up with fake things you go online order something and until it arrives you don't know and in this case the Nokia that return was such a good fake that I was now not so involved in the kind of things that I involved which includes writing phones almost daily I wouldn't have been able to tell it apart because when the people who sold it to me couldn't yeah. <laughs> the, the same data from from the agency says that 18.3 of people who own fake products have no idea that they actually bought a fake product but I'll agree with you on that because I've seen a couple of relatives with Samsung's uh, <laughs> the high-end Samsung's the Note series with pens when they when they show you the phone oh i bought an i bought a note i bought a note date i bought a note 9 and it's your relative and you can't <laughs> they're they very happy with the phone that they bought and they didn't inquire from you when they were buying it so you can't like tell them all oh, these are fake uh, because the stylus that they use it looks weird the screen of the phone looks like yeah the screen of the phone looks like a couple of layers of uh, screen protectors <laughs> and yeah uh, i guess it's i don't know who to blame is it uh, the people who counterfeit them or the companies that sell them the originals who don't know how to pass the information but yeah most people with counterfeits including woofers including uh A couple of other accessories for your smartphones don't know that the, the, the accessories or the phones they have are fake. Mm-hmm. Then they're saying, then there are 19% of Kenyans who knew what they were getting themselves into. So they knew they were buying fake products, but still went ahead to do it. Um, can't, I can't blame them. Uh, when I was in primary school, I had a very nice Sony radio, only that it wasn't Sony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't care because the sound was so good. I got everything. It was an FM radio. Mm-hmm. And you've seen these FM radios sold in Somali shops, right? Because yeah. I bought it from a Somali shop in Mombasa. And it was Imandiko uh, Apo Sony, but if you look closely, it's, it's SQNY. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it it works and it worked for me in that uh, other period so i knew outright that this is not like the real thing but it worked and actually um, years later i came to look up the the real product mm-hmm. and it was never even ever on sale in kenya so the imitation was on sale here and it works because i think i spent 700 bob on that radio mm-hmm. and it served me for a long time i'll listen to the bbc i'll do everything mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, at times the effects work. Doesn't mean uh, they're okay, but at times they work. And most times they work for the longest time. Yeah. And the other time, uh, <laughs> and the other bit we need to to remember is at times uh, it's only fake because of the branding. Yeah, the product is actually meant to be low end because of the price uh, discrepancy. Uh, it's probably meant to be low end. Like say, someone will go and get the same screen size as what are not nine or everything and package it and add some Samsung branding. Nothing in that product is a Note 9, mm-hmm. but they need that appeal yeah. of a Note 9. You know, that's why people get iPhones running Android. iPhones <laughs> <laughs> running Android, that happens. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> then, they're 49.6%. Who only bought the counterfeit product because they were cheap. Surprising. So they didn't know it was counterfeit. I think pricing plays a very big role in... In terms of the counterfeit. They bought it, they knew it was a counterfeit, uh, but they bought it because it was a a cheap counterfeit. No, probably they didn't know, but they were given a cheaper option. Like, yeah, there's the two Samsung phones here. So there's one for this amount, there's one for this. Which one will you buy for? Which one will you go for? I think it's like what Senza said, you're presented with two options. Yeah. (laughs) And most of the time, so for example, if you're looking at an S10, which is around close to 100,000, and not many people can afford it. And they have another option for 15,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can only afford 15,000. Most people will go for the S10 for 15,000 and say, yeah, I have an S10. So the branding plays a big role in terms of that, I think. So the brand and the price. Mm-hmm. So if it's a cheaper, if it's cheaper and it's a good brand, that's what people will go for. And even if you look at some of these iPhones that are sold in the <laughs> Is it the black market yeah. or something like that? You find an iPhone for 20,000 shillings and people do buy them. I don't know where they get them from, but people do buy them. Some people say they're stolen <laughs> and they're sold in the country, but pe- someone will pay upwards of even 25,000 shillings for a phone that's not new and they know it's not new and they know the risks and just because of the brand. And they are willing to spend that much because for twenty five thousand shillings we can yeah. get a good Android phone, yeah. a new one. But people would rather go for the the other for the for a cheaper what's considered cheaper because of the brand. Mm-hmm. Then there's another bus that went uh, looking for original items but couldn't find them, then ended up buying fake ones. <laughs> like Chance was saying, the, when he looked up the Saudi and he realized it wasn't in Kenya, so. The other option was available in Kenya and it was good. For example, I'm pretty sure there are some people in Kenya who have bought Xiaomi boxes, TV boxes, thinking that they're buying the real (laughs) Xiaomi Mi Box TV, but they're buying uh, the Android tablet (laughs) for their TV. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But this guy can still, instead of selling fake products, they can sell like refurbished, you know, products. That works for phones, for accessories. It's anyone's guess. Actually, for accessories, my, my my number one advice to anyone who comes to me wanting to buy an accessory is usually to go to a shop they trust mm-hmm. or buy from someone they trust. Because mm-hmm. that's like the only layer of protection that you have. There's, the fakes are so good that you can't tell them apart. Mm-hmm. Like today, the SanDisk microSD card is being sold in town. I can't tell the real one from the fake one at all myself. So I usually advise someone, like if you know someone who sells this thing and you can trust them with their life, go mm-hmm. to them. Or, you know, a shop that really sells genuine stuff, uh, please go to them. Yeah. Yeah. So f- things like flash disks, uh, memory cards, 
the effects are so good so so good and there you can be sure they are not from the same factory floor mm-hmm. just that they are, they are easy to manufacture from where they come from so someone just goes to it spends a little money and they also sold at good prices yeah. but the other bit is um memory prices are so low that chances are you uh, previously you could tell that a flash disk is too that cheap that it's fake today they are all cheap my memory cards today they are also all cheap so it becomes really hard or things like uh, earphones yeah i've seen very good airpod knockoffs <laughs> very good ones mm-hmm. so much that if someone uh, also priced them at 15k like the real airpods yeah. Uh, uh, yeah everyone will buy and they only think there is a problem there in fact uh, at this point i don't know what the measure of determining if they are fake or not is I think probably just checking the standards against what mm-hmm. Apple lists and the compatibility layers and, and and those things like that. But the effects are so good. Like that's the whole point, mm-hmm. especially for accessories. For phones, there will be catches. Like a lot of times I can tell a fake from a few miles yeah. away. Mm-hmm. But for accessories, it's becoming harder by the day. Actually, for most people, they'll only be able to tell an accessory is not original based on their workflow. Let's say you've been using a particular mouse for so long yeah. and suddenly you need a replacement for it. You're able to tell immediately when you hold the new one because it doesn't fit this way or that way. Mm. But that's just one product. For, uh, you won't be able to tell for a lot of other accessories. Mm. Like if you're shopping for, say you record a podcast like you do and you're shopping for microphones or sound equipment, just go to town. Guys have been buying uh, stereo sets for their cars. A lot of them are fakes. Yeah, you want an Android Auto set? I've seen the effects right here in town for Android Auto. Mm-hmm. Looks like everything. Uh, and I only could tell the effects from technicalities because I've been following that particular product category for a while. Mm-hmm. But anyone else who's not so deep into the Android ecosystem, we just go by and come and brag to you that they have Android Auto <laughs> in their car. <laughs> but Kenya is a, like some market of fake phones. Like if you look down to Nairobi, you see those over place tents, they're selling these cheap, cheap phones. ファンルボフ。いや、ユバイド。アフターウィークイツデッド。いや、ユバイド。アフターウィークイツデッド。いや、ユバイド。アフターウィークイツデッド。いや、ユバイド。アフターウィークイツデッド。いや、ユバイド
how many models of Samsung earphones do you know? They don't, uh, they don't talk about those. They don't talk about the models that they have in Kenya. So somebody will walk into the shop and see a very nice Samsung branding and, oh, Samsung makes this, they pick it and it's fake. Yeah. Actually, uh, the biggest, I think, uh, the headphones, they're also fake, lots of them. I think Sony is now facing the Beats problem. Remember when we were in yeah. campus? Mm -hmm. Everyone used to have a, a fake Beats something. <laughs> <laughs> Earphones, headphones, like uh, Bluetooth speakers. The Beats pill, Kwanzaa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are used to be everywhere. Next is power banks. Yeah, yeah. power banks. Ooh, ooh. Like you've seen the Samsung power banks. A lot of them, chances are when you find someone at Samsung power bank, nine out of ten, it's fake. Yeah. Because the Samsung power banks uh, cost a certain price, but the ones you're seeing are that cheap. Even the branding that is always written, you really can be suspicious. Yeah. Uh, but and then the other bit is for accessories. Even these companies that sell them have not done much to discourage counterfeits. Mm -hmm. You know, for phones like Samsung has a verification service. Yeah. So when you buy a Samsung device, it could be a home appliance as big as a as a uh, as a fridge or a freezer. It could be uh, a two K Samsung phone. They were basic on it, FM radio and mm -hmm. a colored uh, screen. The, you, you you always have that Samsung code that you register for warranty and it will talk back to you and all those things. But for accessories, I don't know of many brands that have that. I bought a pair of uh, headsets from a Chinese brand called Bluedio mm -hmm. on Amazon. I was surprised it, it it they have a verification check. So they have this Chinese website where you go and key in the product uh, serial number mm -hmm. and it will verify that it's really from them and then they activate the warranty. Mm -hmm. I wish everyone else did the same, but they don't. So a lot of times you really can't tell whether the power bank you bought is real. Because um, even alone the pricing bit, most of our headphones, you just buy them at the same price as the real ones. Mm -hmm. For these small, small earphones, the 1K, 5SU, that's also the actual product price of the knockoff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there you can't tell. So it's anyone's game. But I will also say another thing that makes people get uh, fake accessories is you imagine walking to a Samsung shop to buy earphones. Tell me a couple of Samsung shops you know around Nairobi. Maybe the one in town, uh, the one in Two Rivers, uh, the one in West uh, Westgate. Yeah. And from that, you're, you already have only three places to shop from. What is the idea about such places? One, they're expensive. Yeah. Two, they're overpriced more than the recommended retail price of this device of these accessories so people opt to go to the streets where they'll get them it looks like a samsung maybe it's the real one I, uh, it sounds good i pick it and go yeah so if samsung could make things accessible in ways people including the agents you're saying can verify them also but also available in places where people can afford them i think they will fight the counterfeit market then look at Samsung, they are all over Lutuli. You've seen yeah. the branding in Lutuli. Yeah. And, and, it's, it, and it didn't start yesterday. As early as 2011, they were the same Samsung banners in Lutuli. Yeah, uh, same LG banners and everything. I think the counterfeiting comes, there are so many factors. Key among them being our purchasing power. Yeah, the Pesa Atuna. So yeah, that tends like you'd go and buy a very genuine what GDVD player yeah. uh, back in the day when they were a thing. I don't know if uh, how many people still <laughs> buy them. And then uh, you need to get some something like a cable or something. 
you don't usually go and get it from the people who sold you or the same quality or something. Usually just pick something random somewhere. The parts. Yeah, as long as it works. So there like there's a huge there's a lot to be done to go around the whole thing. Like look at now, got town, smart watches are all over yeah, the place. Yeah, but most of them are just <laughs> just fake, a lot of them. Uh the good thing about the smartwatches at least they don't most of them don't try to imitate someone. Mm-hmm. They're just a brand you've never had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't work as advertised. <laughs> but but unlike the phones, they don't try to be something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the good thing is you go to Lutuli, buy a fake phone, last time you go, you find someone completely different, the same same store. Like you can't even refund that product when you go back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was having a conversation with someone from one of the companies and was telling me the people who are importing the the real the genuine products are the same people who are importing the, the, fake. the fakes. So f- because for them they they do have the money to to yeah. buy these products in bank. So they're able to buy if it's an S10 they can buy maybe up to a thousand units mm-hmm. and maybe a thousand more the fakes. So for the genuine ones we'll find them in, in their shops but if you go for example if you go and you are, and you're buying the phone and they see that you're bad gaining so much and it, maybe the phone is available for 50,000 shillings and you're saying i have 25,000 shillings so and, and you are <laughs> and you're not willing to go up on your price so they'll give you the S10 for the phone for 25,000 shillings and that's probably the fake one and go with the fake phone thinking it's the original okay, one. Exactly. Because <laughs> even even as you're buying a smartphone or any electronic product, if you look at the, maybe if you're bargaining and the discount is so big, yeah. maybe you should ask yourself, <laughs> what am I missing here? Because with most of these, especially smartphones, the margins are not so big. Most of them don't make that much money. For example, if a phone is available for 14,000 shillings, the wholesale price maybe is around 11 12000 shilling so they don't make that much money from selling these phones so if you are getting a very big discount maybe you should ask yourself why why so yeah to add on that i think the demand for fakes is there so that's why they are there if the demand wasn't there they won't be there so who are you to blame for this Is it, is it the government? Is it KRA? Is it's it the... all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was a time I was having a conversation with someone from Nokia and they were saying about their accessories, why they don't bring that many accessories into the country. Because if they bring the accessories the legal way, you know, through the ports and pay all the taxes, the price, I think the 25% of the price would go to the tax. And some you're telling someone to buy uh, maybe a phone cover for... 2000 shillings. Yeah. No, I They are not willing to spend that much money. So, and if you can get a knockoff or a, in, an imitation from China and getting to Kenya for okay, 500 shillings. You buy it. Exactly. That makes sense because that was me a while back when I was looking for a cover for my Mac 9. Uh some guys in town called Garrison something quoted me a price of like 2k. Mm-hmm. I mean one day I just found myself uh, at Kafika Trade Center and someone offered me the same cover for 400. Mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> it's it's a no brainer at this point I wasn't sure which is which but it's a cover uh, that's what you want and that's actually what encourages out of these things so I wouldn't say I don't know who to blame but I also think 
it's because we have access. Mm-hmm. If this access was restricted, imagine we'd buy the same thing. Uh, we'd buy what what we can get. Yeah, because because a lot of the counterfeiting actually from where I sit today, it just hurts us. Like today, if I if one of my PlayStation pads malfunctioned and I went shopping for a new one, mm-hmm. chances are I'll end up with a fake. Yeah, like. The dual shock drives in this town being sold they are <laughs> mostly fake but you can't tell and you're also paying the same yeah. price as a real one and that's why it hurts yeah i'll say the biggest uh, uh problem with counterfeits on smartphones is smartphones are quality checked mm-hmm. for things like radiation yeah. uh display brightness and how it affects you and all that and counterfeits don't get to uh, be tested for such so some of the biggest problems for a country will be carcinogenic products mm-hmm. and all that yeah so you may be buying a fake product that's actually killing you <laughs> but but how 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 do they end up in the market if they didn't go through all these processes you know cuz everything and it's a, it's a it's a market anything can happen in a, whether it's in china or where we don't have the strongest of regulatory boards we don't have the strongest of ports uh we don't have the best of citizens we still want them you see uh, when there's demand and they supply and they can be supplied there will be supply you know that there, there these people who if you import your products to Kenya with they are not even inspected anywhere so if you import your products with DHL or Aramex or some of these big companies you'll get your product but you'll see it's been opened mm-hmm. But there are these people in ECB, <laughs> you import your products with them and it's not open and you get it. I don't even think they pay the taxes, but you get your products so cheaply. <laughs> it's so cheap and they're not, they're intact as, as they were packaged back in China. So getting products into the country without anyone knowing is very easy. It's not that hard. I think the issue will be if our government forces the Chinese government to prevent the exporting of some of these fake products because China can do something and and even if you talk to some of these traders they'll tell you China has the power to block exportation of some of these fake products and there was a time there was a shortage of some of these designer shoes in Nairobi and when when some some people asked they were told the Chinese government has stopped the exportation of some of these products so they know it's happening and they can prevent the exportation of this product but the problem is they're not doing anything but is it china only the only the only country that comes up? even if it's not only china but we focus on china is it in the best interest of china to stop such an importation exportation no <laughs> they are making money their companies are growing so why would they hurt themselves starting point will be uh all those platforms that have the means like mosso online they can do something like alibaba spends a ton of money every year policing its platforms weeding out fakes because why they get sued uh, if someone buys gucci shoes from one of these alibaba sites mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the year gucci also does their own tracking they come back to alibaba and slap them with fines ip theft and all those kind of things so in order to avoid lawsuits and everything alibaba goes out of its way to do something I think it would be a good idea if like e-commerce platforms also took took up that but 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 that is the case with the governments uh, e-commerce platforms need these merchants more than the merchants need them <laughs> so they they allow them they tolerate their shenanigans they allow them to do all manner of things 
Yeah, so it will be a while before we we get there. And from a regulatory perspective, it's a nightmare. I was actually reading the Anti-Counterfeit Act. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we we already have good things on paper. It's just action that is that is because that act even defines what 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 it is that they consider counterfeit product. Mm-hmm. And it's everything we've said here. But the next thing is where do we ever hear them? Because I think or at least all of us here, we've only heard about them when they swung into action to harass a few traders who had Samsung devices, which Samsung East Africa was complaining about. Mm-hmm. Never hear from them ever. And the effects are everywhere. Yeah, so they can do something. And it's, I wouldn't say it's such a big problem that can't be stopped. It can be dealt with. But then when you look at it that way, it gets out of way because uh the sale of these items sustains lots of families in the country so that becomes a political angle and political goodwill is also required and that becomes an hate fair mm-hmm. because tomorrow someone else will wake up and say stop harassing those people yeah yeah, uh, yeah like it's happened recently <laughs> i was thinking uh have you interacted with transient phones yeah that uh transient phones yes but they are completely fake <laughs> uh, so there's the the way Infinix and Techno love releasing models of their same phone. So Hot 7, Hot 7 Pro, Hot 7 whatever, Hot 7 Android Go. So you find someone, yeah, you find someone with a Hot 7. I've reviewed a Hot 7. I know how a Hot 7 looks like. Yeah. They went and bought a Hot 7, but instead of running XOS, it has something that looks like iOS or something that, that looks like another skin. But it's, an, it's Infinix. And I've seen Infinix post a couple of this on social media, how to differentiate between a real one and a fake one. So yeah. even have a platform where you can check. Check, yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know of a, I don't know of the future because this is a big smartphone seller in Kenya. So if a big smartphone seller who makes budget phones mm-hmm. can have uh, knockoffs that are sold for almost the same price, what about the future? Uh, how many knockoffs are there? Perhaps you're using a knockoff and you don't know it's a knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, let's just, let's just all agree. I mean, this market is just to stay unless we have clear and really strong regulations to actually govern this. We can yeah. have the strongest of regulations unless people are just willing to say, I will not buy a fake device. Perhaps we can stop it. But if somebody will still walk to a shop and buy a fake device, device knowing it's fake, we still have knockoffs because as long as there is demand, there will be supply. Yeah. yeah. In that act, there is actually an interesting provision. Uh, I think what section 16 or something says that if you ever buy a counterfeit mm-hmm. and it malfunctions and you suffer some damage, some damage or harm to yourself, you can actually you have grounds to go get compensation from whoever sold it to you. I don't know how many of us know that. Really? Yes. So if, if if your power bank malfunctions and burns down your house, because <laughs> <laughs> most of they never give you receipts. Ask for a receipt. Oh, you never get a receipt, <laughs> uh, especially especially for laptop chargers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these HP laptop chargers, lots of facts. You never get receipt. Yeah, yeah. and then tomorrow, yeah, your your HP becomes a frying pan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, guys, for this. Unless you have anything else to add, nothing. No more buying fake things. I, I don't think I know about a fake thing. Uh, yes, I'm very uh, sure. Maybe, uh, no, uh, Unless I don't think. Unless you're not Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much. We are at Portable Voices Studios um, on Muranga Road. And I'm Nick Kanali. I blog at techtronsk.co.ke. Kaluka Anjala, tekarena.co.ke.
Dixon, Tiendo, Techish. Chanzi Manuel, under Kenya.com. Yes, and I think next time. Kwahiri. <laughs> <laughs>